Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi guys, it's Misty and it's Lattes and Legends. Hi. I am currently enjoying some snow. Uh, so there's that. Happy Thanksgiving week. I'm also enjoying some time off of work. So, like I said, there might be one or two or three episodes of the podcast I record. I'm not quite sure. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm house-sitting, and I have these adorable little pups in front of me in a fireplace, and delicious cup of coffee. So that's what's going on here. Hope everyone's having a festive holiday if you're into that thing. Um, for those that are super into holidays, remember that not all of us are super into holidays um, for various reasons. Most of them grief reasons, most of them loneliness reasons, what have you. Um, I'm just pointing out some that I've heard this week. And so I'm not one of those people that's keen on holidays. Um, and it could be because I am far from my family. It could be for other personal reasons that I'm not going to delve into. But um, yeah. So we need to get this thing going on a more positive note. I'm recording on Wednesday. When you hear this, it will be Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. and. In the festive spirit of things, I will have a Black Friday sale on my website, which you can check out. It's lattesandlegendspodcast.com. The coffee mugs and stickers will be on sale, and I'm trying to do something with um, discounted or free shipping. So if you want an awesome coffee mug, today's the day to buy it. I want to give another thank you to those of that have been listening. I have so many more listeners this week and this is awesome. So thanks for checking me out. Um, you can also check me out on Instagram. It is Lattes and Legends. Facebook is Lattes and Legends Podcast. 
Twitter. The website is latesandlegendspodcast.com, which I just said. And I have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash lattesandlegends. Also, because I go through Anchor, you do also have the chance to become a sponsor of this podcast. Um, you can give 99 cents a month. You can give four ninety nine a month. Um, any of those would work. You could even sponsor me for the rest of my life. Because, let's face it, who doesn't need a sponsor in life? <laughs> anyway, I decided that I would do this episode on Alaska. Why did I choose Alaska? I have no fucking idea. So there's that. Um, So as I'm drinking this Sunrise Espresso coffee from a coffee supplier called Desert Sun, you should check them out. All organic coffee all organic deliciousness. Um, We're going to talk about Alaska, and we're going to talk about a few places in Alaska that are said to be haunted and have urban legends associated with them. So the first one, which, you know, I found a lot of sources, but I didn't find a lot of information. So this one's called the Motherlode Lodge. Motherlode is L-O-D-E. All right, so it's in Palmer, Alaska. Originally built as the La Sucinta Roadhouse in 1942 to serve the traffic traveling to the Independence Mine and between Palmer and Willow, the Motherlode Lodge was built in 1968. And that's what their property records show. So I guess it was turned into the mother load in 1968 since it was the roadhouse thing in 1942. It was later expanded in 1983 to include 14 guest rooms, dining rooms, meeting rooms, and even a day lodge. Since its opening, there have been hundreds of reported strange sightings, ranging from figures being seen behind people in mirrors, a cloud, black apparition wandering the grounds, even noises have been heard, and curtains mysteriously opened and closed in the night. In 2015, it burned to the ground, having been under repairs and renovations due to vandalism. Uh, Let's see what else. So, Visitors have reported seeing a misty black apparition roaming the grounds of the lodge on a number of occasions. It is also fairly common for people to look in the mirrors around the lodge and spot a figure in period clothes standing behind them in the reflection. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Aside from these apparitions, other strange and unexplained incidents have been reported, including loud banging noises, mysterious knockings, and the disembodied voice of a young girl. Some people also claim to see doors and curtains opening and closing on their own on late nights. Hmm. Right, so it just dawned on me that I did not tell you my sources for this. So before I move on to this article that I want to read, my sources are onlyinyourstate.com slash Alaska, hauntedplaces.org, ghost2ghost.org, 
girlsaskguys.com, which that sounds kind of like a cheesy porno site and not a site about Alaska, but I guarantee you there's no porno on the that site. Um, hauntedrooms.com, brightfind.com, and F, no, sfgate.com. All right, so then there's the information about the mother load. Thanks for listening to that. But now here, where are you, is an article about the fire um, at the Motherlode Hotel Lodge. This article is from 2016, and it's part of the Anchorage Daily News. So it goes a little something like this. The owner of the Mother Lodge in Hatcher Pass said on Saturday that she was heartbroken by its loss. The historic building burned to the ground on Friday under suspicious circumstances that the state fire marshal's office is investigating. Longtime real estate broker Bonnie Jill Reese bought the lodge in 1991. After attempting to sell it in 2006 for $2 million, she put it up for option, auction in 2009. Uh, 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 uh. All right. It was very loved. We had great plans for it, she said. We all grieve today together the loss of this very special place that holds so many memories for people. We hope for its future restoration. Do, do, do. All right. So it is set in picturesque Hatcher Pass, three miles below Independence State Mine Historic Park. The lodge was beloved by many locals and tourists alike. It hosted weddings, high school reunions, jazz and swing nights, and many well-known personalities stayed here. For instance, Vice President nominee Sarah Palin and musician and pro-gun activist mm -hmm, Ted fucking Nugent. Just going to go ahead and say that the article in the newspaper does not say Ted fucking Nugent. That was all me because it's Ted fucking Nugent. Um, let's see. What else does this article say? The article does not mention anything about hauntings. Um, that's about the extent of the cool stuff in the article. So that is the outline of the Mother Lode Lodge in Alaska. Like I said, I didn't find too much about it. I just thought it was a really interesting story. <laughs> Um, that this place is haunted, or so-called haunted, and now it's burned down, so um, I'm not sure where it goes from here. So let's talk about Igloo City Hotel. And friends, I'm not sure why I even chose hotels. I was just going through and um, seeking out places in Alaska, and they just happened to be hotels. So. Um, that's about that. Okay, here we go. This one's called the Igloo City Hotel. Its location is Cantwell, Alaska. Sources for this are vice.com, dailymail.co.uk, atlasobscura.com, which is one of the greatest websites I've ever been to. 
Um, curiositas.com. Curiositas is spelled K-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-A-S. This is a really cool website also. And then thealaskalife.com. All right, so here we go. You may not have to guess when the Igloo Hotel, where, you may not have to guess when the Igloo Hotel was, but as the 70s are generally regarded as the decade that style forgot, there aren't any prizes if this is your first thought when you look at the hotel. Someone apparently thought that this traditional igloo building would be a great idea for a hotel. Mm. Yeah, it uh, does not look like that. You'll see pictures on Instagram and Facebook that I will put up after this podcast. So the four-story hotel was never finished. It was a victim of the builder's failure to follow building codes or he ran out of money. Something like that happened. It's too expensive to tear down the building, so it just sits there abandoned. All right, so it's a really strange tourist attraction. First, it's in a really remote part of Alaska. Secondly, again, it never opened. Intended to one day serve as a hotel, the Igloo City Hotel in Cantwell, Alaska, was never completed. Got that, Misty. Got it. Ever since the construction, the building has gone through many owners, none of whom could keep it up to par. It's four stories tall and can be seen by airplanes that are at 30,000 feet because it is so large. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, guys, I had to sip my coffee. The interior was never finished. We know this because the igloo is no longer padlocked, as it once was, with so many parts of it starting to fall apart. It is impossible to keep curious tourists from wandering in to explore. Many have gone in. Its primary significance today is it marks the halfway point between Fairbanks and Anchorage, which are the two largest cities on the Parks Highway. It sits at mile marker 188.7 on the east side of the Parks Highway. It was originally constructed by Leon Smith. His dream was to create a one-of-a-kind Alaskan lodge for visitors from all over the world, all over the world to come and experience. Well, his dream never came true. Um, let's see. Igloo City is boarded up currently. And people still try to get in. Those that try to get in have heard and seen some spooky things. They've heard spooky noises, and they have felt a very eerie feeling going through them when they walk by or they attempt to get in. It's definitely in the middle of nowhere, so that could be the fact that they are getting chills. Or it could be haunted. We're not quite sure. So I wanted to read a tad bit um, from this article from Vice. The title of the article is The Sad Ear and Soaked History of Alaska's Igloo Hotel. <laughs> Leave it to Vice to make this feel great. Um, all right, here we go. 
As a real estate transaction, $300,000 will get you a steadily decaying four-story igloo-shaped urine-soaked structure built from plywood and urethane, an abandoned gas station, a huge gravel parking lot, a few shuttered cabins, and an outhouse are also included in the purchase. It's in the middle of nowhere, guys. I don't understand. The dream that Leon Smith had was the Igloo Lodge. Over the decades, the 80-foot-tall, 100-foot-wide structure um, has become a striking and strangely beloved presence in the Alaskan landscape. Smith wanted it to become a destination hotel, um, and it's nearby the Denali National Park. So he thought it would be a great place for tourists and the fact that it is still between Fairbanks and Alaska, like that's your halfway mark. So to this day, people come, they take selfies with it, they pee on it, hence the urine-soaked uh, comment. Thanks, Vice, for really making things feel good. All right, so um, there's a janitor that still takes care of it. I'm trying to find his name. Um, yeah, I don't know. His last name is Fisher. Um, so he's 58 and takes care of it. Um, he says, I guess the problem has been finishing the hotel is something you'd have to do yourself. So you'd have to live in the hotel if you buy it and nobody wants to live up there. The closest town to the Igloo Hotel only has 50, um, residents. So, um. Yeah, it's not one of those places that people just want to randomly move to, which kind of sucks, but, you know. Um, yeah, so this is about what I have for this. I know this story is kind of lame, um, but you should check it out. It is um, the Igloo. Igloo City Hotel. Did I just say that's what it was? Yeah, Igloo City Hotel. And um, from looking at the pictures, it looks like a cool place that I would like to visit. I'm not really sure if I would want to buy it. If I ever have through that $100,000, I'm sure I could think of other things to do with it than buy a skeezy old um, broken down hotel. All right, so I have one more. Um, and this one might be just a little bit better for you. This one's called the Historic Anchorage Hotel. It's located in Anchorage, Alaska. Sources for this, hauntedrooms.com, onlyinyourstate.com, adn.com, which is the um, Anchorage Daily News, and historicanchoragehotel.com. So first I want to read to you what is on the hotel's website. Because I think it is great when hotels embrace their haunted culture or the haunted rumors or urban legends that their hotels have. It really, to me, makes it seem more realistic that people know that people are talking about ghosts and whatnot, um, as opposed to just ignoring it or throwing it under the rug. All right, here's what the website says. Situation, situated in the heart of downtown Anchorage, the historic Anchorage Hotel is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is the only historic hotel in the city. 
Anchorage was in its infancy when the original Anchorage Hotel structure, located on the corner of 3rd Avenue and E Street, was built. By 1936, the city of Anchorage was growing so rapidly that we needed to expand. Our current building, the Anchorage Hotel Annex, was built across the alleyway on 3rd Avenue, and a sky bridge was constructed connecting the two buildings. For many years, the Anchorage Hotel served as the city's primary meeting and gathering place. And at one time, it was the only place in the new city where you could enjoy a meal served on fine china with linen and silver. Over time, the original downtown Anchorage Hotel structure was sold and eventually torn down. The Annex building continued to operate, but for many years was neglected and allowed to fall into a, a state of disrepair. For a while, it even operated as various lodging properties under different names. But in 1989, under new ownership, the building was brought back to life, and the historic Anchorage Hotel stands today as an important part of the city's heritage and her strong future. Hey, I had to take a quick break, so sorry about that long pause. If you even got a long pause, hopefully you didn't. All right, so back to historic Anchorage Hotel. For dignitaries and celebrities traveling to the new territory of Alaska, the Anchorage Hotel was the premier place to stay. Will Rogers and Wiley Post stayed with us just two days before their fateful flight to Barrow. Famous mountain man Bob Marshall stayed here as well. Perhaps the most notable guest of the Anchorage Hotel, however, was the famous artist Sidney Lawrence. Many of Mr. Lawrence's years in Alaska were spent painting in his studio, which was located in the hotel lobby where he lived in an upstairs apartment. Mr. Lawrence is most remembered for his beautiful paintings of Mount McKinley and Alaska's beautiful scenery. Curtains rumbling, shower curtains swaying, pictures flying. It's all par for the course here at Historic Anchorage Hotel. Stories of ghostly happenings have been circulating at the hotel for many years and are considered to be related to the death of Anchorage's first chief of police, Jack Sturgis. On February 20th, 1921, at 9.15 p.m., police chief John J. Blackjack Sturgis was found shot in the back with a bullet from his own gun steps away from the historic Anchorage Hotel. It is rumored that his ghost returns to the scene of the crime each year, haunting the location of his ultimate, oh, untimely death and seeking justice for a crime still unsolved to this day. Sightings are so frequent that we keep a ghost log in which a number of our guests have shared their encounters. In addition to the ghosts of Jack Sturges, past guests have even seen different specters make their way through the halls and facilities. Huh. I love the fact that they have a ghost log. It's crazy. I love that. Several guests have reported seeing the apparition of a young girl walking down the second floor hall. And the televisions in room 217 and 215 turn off and on all by themselves. Faucets in their rooms, sinks, and tubs turn on their own. Despite regular checks by plumbers, everything seems to be a-okay. This is pretty cool, guys. This sounds like a place I want to go visit. Um, there's a ghost of the woman who hung herself while still wearing her wedding dress in the hotel as well. It's believed that she's still heartbroken when her groom failed to show up on their wedding day. 
Guests have also reported seeing pictures fly off the walls and various spaces and figures appearing in the hotel's hallways. Hotel employees are bothered by these ghosts that regularly keep, and then they also regularly keep a diary of the ghost sightings. Oh, well, this is very interesting. Um, so the hotel's been in business for 100 years, which apparently is not the easiest thing to do in Alaska. Um, there was a horrible earthquake in 1964 called the Good Friday Earthquake that um, destroyed quite a few things. And that's when a lot of people said um, the spirits and ghosts began to show up. Others say it was before. So there's a lot of different stories on that but the earthquake was a 9.2 magnitude and is said to be the second most powerful um in north america so that shows you how the building um stood up let's see let's see let's see all right so then i have some more information from the anchorage news daily um, let's see. I think there was one thing I wanted to read from this. I gotta figure out where it is, though. Give me one moment, please. I am back. I apologize for the long delay, but I had to go get firewood because that's what happens when you are house sitting. It gets cold in a place that has a fire. Anyway, if you hear noises, it's not a ghost. There's dogs, and I just fed them. So that's what's happening. Uh, so really fast, I wanted to just read <coughs> some of this article from the Anchorage News Daily, and this is about um, the Hotel Anchorage. So some psychics and paranormal teams came in, and... Um, discovered some things, spirits, what have you. Um, and so here we go. Why the Anchorage Historic Hotel is reportedly so haunted. Over the years, oh, hold on, I gotta find this person's name. Ooh, yoy, 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 yoy. Um, I know there are any, oh, uh, let's see. Sorry, I should have been ready for this. I don't know. I can't find this person's name. So we're going to call him, her, Rusi. Over the years, Rusi has invited mediums, ghost hunters, and paranormal experts into the hotel. Traffic and interest have naturally increased as more and more reported, quote, happenings began circulating around the paranormal community with some regularity. Seven years later, hauntings has become sort of their thing. What they've learned from their expert guests, according to Rusi, is that nearly three dozen spirits occupy the hotel at any given time. Some regulars are just passing through. Rusi says there's a little boy and a little girl. They didn't die in the hotel, but at a hospital when it was over there on L Street. And they always come back here to play because of their family. It was a family of nine that lived here, and they always come back. She said, let's see, how a psychic sees things, I don't know. But I had two of them here at one point, and they, both of the psychics said they saw them. There are also some women from the 1920s that are supposedly walking around the hotel, and apparently they're very wealthy. And there's also a little boy 
that walks around the hotel and she said is he just feels like an energy field. Hmm. So here are some things, here are some stories about hotels in Alaska. Um, tell me what you think, because I think all of these hotels sound awesome, um, but I'm a big fan of haunted things. And I literally just had a chat with a friend of mine right outside the woodpile about haunted hotels. So tell me your stories. It is lattesandlegends at gmail.com. If you've stayed at a haunted hotel, I would love to hear about it. Um, I do like to use user stories and I'm trying to put more of them into these episodes. So let me know. Um, and happy Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday. Go buy a coffee mug or something or treat yourself to a massage or a pedicure or a manicure or a facial or whatever you're into. Be grateful that you can listen to this podcast on your phone. Be grateful that you wake up every morning. Um, be grateful if you don't like holidays. I'm grateful every day and I don't like holidays. So I'm not trying to be a Scrooge or a Grinch, but they're just not in my scene. Um, I think we should be grateful each and every day and love each other each and every day, regardless of what the calendar says. But that's just my two cents. I'm going to be grateful for the rest of this coffee. And I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you probably on Sunday. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.